0: You're listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices.
1: Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding in it, men is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Nice. No names, these are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit it's kinda eerie, baby. Like the gym in the sky. Yeah. Grand rising, everybody. Deontay Damper here with The Day with Trey, okay? Now, before we even begin, remember to like, share, and subscribe to Converge Media. We have a jam-packed show, y'all. It's going to be so amazing. And for those who might be like, who's he? My name's Deontay Damper. I am a community activist, a community organizer, um, and I'm filling in this week with a with the day with Trey, my um, former host or the host of We Live in Color, but we'll be talking about that in the coming of months. But today, we are going to be talking about voting. Tomorrow is the primary election, and you out there in King County need to know who you need to be voting for or get a get a better grasp of some of the candidates that need to be heard in this race. So the first guest that I do have is Michael Westgard. Uh, who is running out there in the Renton City Council race. And that next after that, I will have the wonderful John Boyd, who is running for city council for position three in Kent. Yes, that's John Boyd there. He's running for position three out there in Kent. And then we'll keep it going with Andrew Assefo, Ashefo, um, Asheofo, excuse me, um, who is running for position three of City Council. And we're gonna end it off with the lady of ladies, the woman's of womans, my girl, Joy Hollingsworth, uh, who is also running for position three. So this is amazing, amazing show that we have today. But while we're doing that, I want you to write some of your questions in the chat. We might ask a couple of them uh, during this uh, during this segment, during this, this conversation. But we're going to start off in Renton. Renton is I don't know. I don't know how many people are running for this specific position, uh, but I've heard many great things about this man and just so happy to have him here as a guest today. Michael Wesker. What's up, brother? What's up, DeAndre? Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be in the Black uh, Lives Matter CEO. Yes, absolutely. Black Media Matters, but and it does, and we're happy to have you here. So you're running for a big race out there. in position. For What position is that out there in Renton? I'm running for position seven, and yes, I am one of seven It is a one of race. seven yes seven okay, so you've done a lot of community work, but why are you running for for this specific position? I'm running specifically because of my lived
0: experience um from working on the raise the raise the wage renting campaign, um we've been knocking doors for six months now and talking to community members and we, and we hear what their struggles are, you know the how much a wage increase will help them, but also how much the cost of living is just holding them back and holding them down. So it inspired me to run and I want to help
1: community. Okay. So what are some of your calls to action with running in renting? Because I mean we some people have called it the red line the redlining district. Mm-hmm. Um and there is a, a big call to action out there when it comes to our impacted folks. So what are some of your calls to action?
0: Well one of the biggest personal issues is um, I've struggled with substance abuse in my past and I'm seeing the way that the unhoused community is being labeled. And I think that's unfair, but also I think there's an incredible opportunity with the missing middle bill and the funds coming from the Washington state budget and the IRA to actually start to have impact and changes people's circumstance. So I wanna focus on uh, bringing treatment options, uh, building housing and delivering
1: it to the people. Delivering it to the people. That sounds really good. So throughout the spaces of, of running, I, I, I do work with an organization called CDU, Communal Expert Advisors on Drug Use. And one of the questions that uh, Tyrone Williams wanted to ask was, I believe it's, what resources would you try to provide for community members post-treatment?
0: Well, there's um, a multiple, but I, I think the biggest thing is getting people solid treatment programs. To make sure that they're gonna get the most and have the best possibility for success. But then coming out of that, we need to have housing options that aren't that, that are available and um, not always just tied to like cost. Because especially if you're caught up in the uh, prosecution system, you're most likely gonna have some kind of charges on your jacket and it's gonna limit your options for like public housing and things. So we need to break down those barriers. So people can actually have an opportunity for success while they're coming out of probably what was the hardest
1: part of their life. In running to this, how important is, as a person also in recovery, how important is it for you to be of the lived experience to be in this position?
0: Well, I I think it's critical personally because um, in the conversation about people struggling with substance abuse, you always hear about... uh, like personal accountability and how they just need to try harder, do better. But that's not recognizing the um, the, the impacts that are, are designed in the system to make it harder, like I was just speaking about. If you have criminal record, you're um, blocked from SNAP programs, you're blocked from housing, you're blocked from labor in a lot of places where jobs will exclude you because they don't wanna deal with that issue. And we need to change that, because how are you going to be successful if you're removed
1: from all the safety net of society? That's a really good point. Um, you know, uh, and, and as we keep going, I just want you to do us a favor for about a minute and a half. If you could just look into that camera and tell people, tell the rent and community members why it's important to go out there and vote tomorrow for Thank you. you. Um, first of all, Michael
0: Westgard, position seven. But the number one most important thing for everybody out there. remember. August 1st is primary day and it is important just to vote. I want your vote, but just vote either way. And King County elections can register you and print you a ballot up until tomorrow afternoon. So you have an opportunity to vote even if you're not registered. But I think I'm the best candidate in this race because I wanna deliver and work for the people. I have been a labor rights activist and um, a member of community throughout my life. But focused in the last seven years on trying to change people's living stances, living situations by increasing their wage capability and getting them protections on the job so they have an opportunity to find success and not be encumbered by the structural uh, racism in the system.
1: And you said that. I appreciate you so much for coming. Thank you so much, Michael, and wishing you the best of luck tomorrow. Y'all need to be going out there to vote, y'all. So what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break and we will be back with John Boyd, who's running for position three in Kids City Council race. You're watching The Day with Trey.
2: The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine.
3: as a 1776 worth celebrating. What will it take to get two dozen powerfully passionate individuals to settle their differences as they hold the future of our nation in their hands? Direct from Broadway, this is 1776. August 2nd through 6th. Tickets available at FifthAvenue.org.
4: Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at SankofaTheaterC.com. We'll see you there.
1: And we're back with the day with Trey. All right. We're doing a special candidates addiction, okay? You've heard from the wonderful Michael Westgard out there for our written folks. But now we're gonna go further south, okay? We're gonna go to Kent. Kent's position three to be exact for city council. I'm here with the wonderful John Boyd. How you doing, brother?
5: I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Yanche. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing good, brother. It's it's really good. Pull up the mic a little bit. Uh, it's really good to talk to you, man. I know that you're running out there in the Kent city council position, mm-hmm. but why Why do you want to run in this race in particular?
5: I want to run in this race because um, I have an issue with the substance abuse problem out there. Um, uh, I'll give you a little background about me. I, uh, I got a chemical dependency professional license, and I know a little bit about, well, I know a lot about why the people are out there, and, and I want to be out there on the council to make a change. I want to make it where it's easier for people to get into treatment. I don't want them to be you know, down there, going down there, trying to get in the treatment, and then they got to go through all the red tape and they got to wait, you know. And what eventually happens after that, when the person tries to get the treatment and they can't get in, it's probably not a, another time that they might want to go back down there. So I want to help these people out. I want to get them into treatment. I, and once I get them in the treatment, I want to get them into some type of transitional housing, like the guy before me was talking about. And once we get them into transitional housing, I want to get,
1: get them to work. Put them to work. I, put them to work. Yes. Put them to work and give them access. I would love yes, to hear that, yes, and I'm yes. quite sure Kent can, can, candidates would love to. Yes. I mean, Kent constituents would love to hear that as well. Mm-hmm. But give us some more history on you. Let us know what kind of work were you doing before this? This, well, this space.
5: Before this, I uh, I worked for Boeing. I was at Boeing for 37 years. I just retired last year, so. With Boeing, I, I dealt with a lot of people. I know how to talk to people because part of my job was talking to people. I had a crew of 18 inspectors, which we ran like a clock. I mean, we had to bring planes in and get planes out, and we had to deal with different people, different times of days. I mean, all types of people. But we we got the work done. And I enjoyed it. And once I like I say, once I retired from Boeing, I figured I'm not done yet. There's something, there's something else out there for me. And I figured city council would be that position.
1: Is it tough to run out there? How, how has the race been for you?
5: The race, it started off smooth. For like four or five months, it was just me. And then all of a sudden, four other people jumped in for position three. So now I'm just waiting. You know, tomorrow's the day,
1: you know. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's the day? day. Yeah, yeah. that that's, <laughs> That is amazing, you know. Yeah. And then as you are running out there in in the position, And one of the things that I I really did want to know is uh, in the areas of like education, what um, uh, what 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 the school systems and our youth. Do you have any uh, ideas on what you would do in that position with youth, with the school system? Yeah,
5: I uh, I think that school systems right now they're from what I've been seeing and what I've been reading about they're pretty great. They're pretty good right now. We we're not having any interference with people talking about CRT and nothing like that. So right now it's pretty good. I, I haven't had the chance to actually deal, to look deeply into it. But like I said, once I get onto the council board, I will.
1: I'll make that one of my main goals. I love that. I love that. Shout out to what made me ask that question is one of my brothers. Shout out to Kendrick, Kendrick, Dr. Kendrick Glover out there with Jim. That's my brother. Uh, But I did want to ask as well, like there's been this big conversation um, that a lot of the South King, King County Council and, Mayor's office have talked a lot about public safety in the community. What would be some of your calls to action for public safety out there? Public safety? Well, in Kent, I'm,
5: you know, I'm watching news and reading papers every day and crime is going up in Kent. You know, in certain areas of Kent, the crime is going up. There's been, you know, nine murders already since the beginning of the year. And last year at this same time, there was only like four five murders. So I think we need to have our police departments focus, because it's coming from a particular area. We need to have our police departments focus on these areas, focus on these people, talk to these people, find out what what are causing these murders, what's causing these crimes. Is it drugs or is it gangs? You know, get out there, intervene, talk to people, communicate. Just don't go out there when you want to bust heads or deliver a warrant or something like that. Go out there and communicate with
1: the individuals out there. Maybe we could stop the crimes before they happen. I really like that. I really, really like that. Can you I need I do need you to do me a favor. I need to give you about two, three minutes. Feel free to talk into that camera and let people know what to do tomorrow. Okay. Hello, people. <laughs> Tomorrow's the day. I don't know if you're nervous as I am,
5: but I'm nervous. T- tomorrow is election day for the primaries, August the first. So if you haven't voted yet, please come out and vote. Vote for anybody, but come out and vote. But if you do vote and you want to vote for the right person, vote for me. And if you're um, curious about me, I could be reached or you can see my website is www.johnboyd4kentwatt.com. Tomorrow's the day, y'all. Let's make this primary. Then we can head on down
1: to the general. Come on out. I know that's right, John boy. I want to thank you so much, brother, for coming in. And thank you all community for watching. You know, South King County is so important. Um, And as we keep on as we keep on going within this space. I just want to encourage you to go out there and vote. Keep in mind, as a full disclaimer, Converge meeting does not fully endorse anybody uh, we are nonpartisan, but we do want to make sure that we're created space. Right now, what we're going to do now is come right back to, y'all call it the International District, but we're going to come out here to the Third District. Um, there's a pivotal race going on. I believe there's nine people running for this race, and we got two of those nine uh, here today. So we're going to start with the lovely Joy Hollingsworth. How are you?
6: Good morning. I'm good, Yante. How are you? I'm doing good. I feel like I've been seeing you all weekend. Everywhere. So it's a, <laughs> we were at the reunion on Union. Yes. I see you everywhere. Yes. And tomorrow's the day. It's the day. I'm excited. What are you most excited about? I'm also excited about it's been seven long months of running, talking to people, connecting with folks in the district. And now we're going to see if that hard work has played off and if people are connecting to the message.
1: Yeah. Do you feel the community has been connected to your message? What are some of your standpoints? What are some of the things that you stand on throughout this, this race?
6: Absolutely. I'm I'm running to reprioritize essential government services that affect our day-to-day lives. 39 years in the district, um, understand about how public policy has impacted people and some of the communities that have really fallen through those gaps. And we're running on community safety, public safety, housing affordability, essential government services, and our youth, making sure they're engaged.
1: And let's talk up. let's unpack that youth, right? What do you see has been some of the I'm not going to say issues because I was a youth once, and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't an issue. I just needed assistance, right? right? What do you see that the council could do with you in the position?
6: Yeah, it's huge. Look, Council is not the school board, right? So they don't have um, authority over curriculum, but they do have authority over community centers, parks. Jobs for youth, uh, connecting them with uh, you know um, engagement. Right, late night. We used to go late night uh, down at Rainier Beach or different you know community centers and had fun. I had my first job at Garfield Community Center, okay. making seven twenty five an hour. Right, picking up trash and connecting with folks. So it's huge. We need to we need to reengage our youth, uh, and we can do that at City Council.
1: Yeah, and I and I, and I love that. You know, and you know the area. See, District Three, and I've been telling people like ever since, shout out to my covenant family, but I was literally telling them like since November, this rate, this specific race, right, is so pivotal, right? We do have Shama Sawant yep. who who ran in the, who 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 held their ground. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate anyone to hold their ground. Is there anything that you would do that they did but but differently?
6: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is really focusing, hyper-focusing on local issues, right? The stuff that affects our day-to-day lives and understanding that, you know, that's very impactful. Listening to folks, right? Connecting with all communities. District 3 is unique. Goes all the way down to Madison Park, all the way up to First Hill, Central District, all the way north to Montlake. That's a very expansive district. And my intention is to go block, block, by block by block, ensuring that we're listening to folks and our priorities will be shaped off what people want in our community to City Hall, not my agenda.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, And when we talk about that, right, we are dealing in our community overdose crisis, uh, like in in this state nationally, um, and no county in this state can ignore it. It has to be more actionary. Are there any actionary items that you would do in that space?
6: Yeah, the biggest thing we have become, a lot of us have become numb to what's going on on our streets, on our buses. We've seen it. And we have to have more compassion, actionable item care. And that's going to take a lot more uh, health service providers. That's going to take a lot more places that can accept people and give them treatment. You know, uh, not jail, but treatment. It's going to be huge. And so if we're really serious about ramping this up, we have to ensure that we have the treatment places for that. On the flip side, we have to also make sure that our public spaces are safe. So it's a delicate balance, right, where you're creating uh, this opportunity for folks. Uh, but we have to be a little bit more accountable about getting people into treatment.
1: I'd love that. And I, and, I appreci- and I appreciate you even saying those things,
6: because
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been to some of the candidate forums and people are just like, well, lock them up or or yeah. ca- there needs to be some type of accountability. But, you know, if we don't give people access to care, then then what does that look like?
6: That's just, huge. You know. That's huge. Right. Like, of course, nobody wants people uh, doing fentanyl or these in, in public. Right. But they have to have some place to go and get treatment. So let's give them an option, you know, ensuring that. Um, and and I think we can do that.
1: We we sure can. Yeah. So, before we go, I do want you to do me a favor and just look in the camera and give these people another call to action on what they're supposed to do tomorrow.
6: Listen, <laughs> oh, I love it. Look, August 1st, okay? Turn in your ballot. Look, we're one of the fewest states that have mail-in ballots. That means that we have some of the highest returns in the country because we make it so accessible for people to vote. So, How about you can sign up if you are, this is the most important part, if you are 17 and the person who is taking office uh, um, does it before or after you turn 18, you're able to be able to vote right now. So we got to get our young people connected into voting, transparent access, August 1st. Please go to your ballot and drop boxes are all around King County. You can mail it in. We make it really easy here, y'all. No excuses.
1: That's right. No excuses. Well, thank you so much, Joy, for coming in. I appreciate you. Wish Always. you the best of luck. That is a race. Thanks. Nine it's people.
6: It's a lot. How, let
1: me just ask you this. How did you feel with nine people, like when you realized it was going to yeah. be nine people running? Did hey, you know?
6: It's what it is. Everyone has their own lane. I do. And you all have one of my favorite here uh, okay. who we'll hear from next, okay. um, who I can't wait. But yeah, we have we have a good amount of candidates. What? Are,
1: let me ask you this, because I think I'll accent this too. Like running this race um, and then finding finding your people, even with some of the candidates that are running, right? So with Andrew, what's your relationship? Prime example, because I always see you all together and usually are on the same level of like, Frequency when it comes to ac- your activism,
6: works. Oh, for sure. A- Andrew's great. He, uh, he has the best nails, first off. So come on. <laughs> um, but he actually understands, you know, um, from very great lived experiences, like what it's going to take to break down the barriers to get people into care and treatment, right? And sometimes we miss that lens because we're so hyper-focused on doing policy, policy, policy. We don't understand after you do policy, you have implementation. After implementation, you have impact. We've been missing the implementation and impact big. And he brings that perspective to figure out how we can have a greater impact than we already have.
1: That was a love letter.
6: Yeah.
1: And I'm quite sure he's going to give you yours when he gets on <laughs> here. But I'm wishing the best of luck tomorrow. Thank Joy. you. Thank you. Um, thank Blessings. you so much for coming. You. you know, you always welcome here. Okay? Hey,
6: I'm coming back. <laughs> thank you, Converge. Thank you, Deontay. Appreciate yes.
1: y'all. All right, y'all so we are already down we've already talked to three folks and we're, we got one more up next we got andrew ashielfo uh coming up next um you are watching the day with trey
3: i
7: went through a program called anew they provided us with tools transportation
2: they helped out with um, gas cards my goal is to journey out with my company and then go into underwater welding to get the opportunity
7: do home projects because I'm learning a life skill. This is something that can build a future for you, can build a future for your family. Good things come to those that work for their things.
3: Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more.
2: The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now, so don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine.
3: As a 1776 worth celebrating. What will it take to get two dozen powerfully passionate individuals to settle their differences as they hold the future of our nation in their hands? Direct from Broadway, this is 1776. August 2nd through 6th. Tickets available at fifthavenue.org.
4: Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there.
2: Hey, I'm Besa Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits one, or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to base Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and
7: teens, we got you too. Back to Basa Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13 and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13+.
1: And we're back with The Day with Trey. I'm your guest host, Deontay Damper. And we have been, it's been Candidates Day, okay? We have already went through three candidates. And in the words of Vanessa Williams, we are saving the best, one of the best for last, because you're my friend. But, but this is a candidates race. So no friends here. We got to keep it real. I got to be a, an interviewer, okay?
7: Yes, we I'm have. I'm here to. with my friend, Andrew Aschelfo. How are you? I am, a, I am. A, multiple feelings i am excited i am happy i am nervous i am drained
1: i love that not the drain part but i love (laughs) the fact that you are working so you are running for this position what what made you run you uh, and and let, let me unpack that question too like you just seem so relentless like you you just got done running a race the 37th and it was a tough race. Um, and I just still see you out there advocating. So then why did you run, jump
7: into this race? The same reason I did last year is, you know, one thing I've learned during advocacy, one thing I've learned during the what being lived experience is, and people always tell us, especially Black people, every election circle, they always come and tell us what they think we want to hear but never impacts them. The, And I'm tired of people promising policies without understanding that the impact of implementation, the impact of failure of these policies affect people like me as a renter, as a Black person, as a queer person, as someone living with HIV. I think it's, it's to challenge and bring down the status quo in politics.
1: And that's real. You know, first, openly HIV-positive person to run for a race out here, um, which I think is just, which is huge. Um, when we talk about like lived experience um, and we just had someone from Britain that has been impacted by substance use and you're you're in this space of telling your story. How important is your story of the lived experience, um, especially
7: with community members that, that are living with HIV? When the HIV crisis happened, Decades ago, it was a death sentence and district three, in terms of central districts, in terms of Capitol Hill, are two areas in Seattle that were heavily impacted black people and the gay community, now the queer community. And during that period, a lot of HIV positive people have been told they could not achieve anything. And then I, I am here to change that. We have the power. And it's also being able to relate to the pains of the people. Yeah. And so, because
1: I just hear a story story of just moving forward. How, in this position, what would you do to move forward?
7: So one of the things I really want to do is, when we talk about a lot of the crisis from substance and chemical dependency, to housing, I look at it from a health perspective. And also I see the resources that are available for people living with HIV. And I also see the resources that healthcare workers could bring. So I look at moving forward, we need to think about policies from an empathetic perspective and involve the right people, involve lived experience, involve health workers. And so moving forward for me is building resources that brings about accessibility, affordability, and availability to the people. And
1: and, and that availability is extremely important. It is a really big area to cover. Um, And you're running a race, I just said this to Joy, with nine people. How has that process been for you?
7: It's been amazing um, because one of the things about running the race is you learn about the people you're running with. Some people you learn from them and also modify your language because they have very good ideas. Some people you worry about them as representatives because you see them changing their stories to to fit in. I've liked the experience because I've I've gained some friends in this race, but I've I've also learned about areas I'm not an expertise about from other people running this race.
1: See, I love that. And see, well, and literally, we were just talking. I don't know if you heard, but Joy was just singing your praises. And I just I see y'all. Well, I seen y'all. Well, l- let me just say this. I've seen y'all like in community before you even ran, right? So what has it been like to kind of find like someone in this race that is just like you or running it with, alongside with Joy? Because I feel like y'all are running, y'all are running your races for, uh, independently, but running it
7: uh, communal. Yeah. Um, Joy is someone that I can relate to as a black queer person. We know the struggles of civil rights. We know the struggles of equality. We know the struggles of equity and diversity. We might, we've both been affected by homophobia and racism. And that is something that creates a bond. There might be aspects of our policies that might differ, but the end result, and we've spoken, is we care about the people we want to represent. Not just because we want to bring about policies, but because we know about the impact and implementation. We've seen communities like ours, the Black community, the queer community, losing because we don't have the right representation. And Joy is someone that I am glad to create a bond with in this race. I love that. So... Here we are, tomorrow's the day.
1: You only got, like at this point, we got less than 24 hours. I would like for you to look into that Black Media Matters uh, camera and just act and have your call to action.
7: I am running a race for the people, by the people and with the people. This is a race where, leave the experience with implementation and impact is very important. I would like your support because voting for me is bringing your voice to the table. We need to take down the status quo and ensure the voices of the impacted are at the table and making the right decisions for us. So please go out to vote. More information on my website, andrewforseattle.com. Also, my Instagram, same thing, you for day 3 Facebook, friends for Andrew. Learn more about the, our platform. This is our race and not just my race. Thank you.
1: I know that's right. That was cute. I really liked it. <laughs> thank you very much, Andrew. And thank you so much, viewers. At the end of the day, tomorrow is the day to vote. You have an opportunity. You've seen out here we had representatives all around king county and there's a reason because we need to hear from these folks i really haven't seen it much on the new any news articles but we need to be pushing this so make sure like not only just in the areas of the day with trey to tune in we have two other shows seattle news and brews and as well as Cindy bright Cindy Bryce show as well uh that com- that comes on um, on Wednesdays. So be sure to check that out uh, to get more information in the areas of politics and what's going on in your community. But voting is tomorrow. I need y'all to check in tomorrow. We have we're going to go to commercial break and we'll check in about tomorrow.
2: The new COVID nineteen updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine.
3: Hailed as a 1776 worth celebrating. What will it take to get two dozen powerfully passionate individuals to settle their differences as they hold the future of our nation in their hands? Direct from Broadway, this is 1776, August 2nd through 6th. Tickets available at thisavenue.org.
4: Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there.
1: my girl chelsea i love her um i just want to thank the candidates for coming here it's just amazing what's going on in south king county Uh, i mean south king county and king county in general but what's important the most community is that we need to be out there voting um and it's i encourage community members to to vote i could Encourage you to even write into Converge if there's more people that you need that you think that we should be speaking to because we got that primary, but that gen, that general that's coming up, Converge will be all up in that. Okay, um, so just feel free to reach out to us. Join us tomorrow. We have an amazing poet, my bro Daryl, be in the house, and we have some other uh, community guests that'll be coming in. Remember, in the next hour, circle in Seattle sports. Uh, in the meantime, you've been watching the day. With Trey, I'm Deontay. Y'all have a
5: blessed one.